In this Ask Me Anything episode, we'll be discussing the, reconciling the idea of surrender to God and the sin of sloth. We'll be talking about morning routines and finally figuring out which health gurus to listen to. Welcome to Physically Spiritual. I've been amazed by how much growing physically healthier has changed my spiritual life. I am captivated with discovering the truth about my body and how it relates to my relationship with God. Physically Spiritual is my attempt to harmonize and share what I have discovered. I'm your host, Andrew Reinhardt. I'm excited for this new format for some episodes. Moving forward with Physically Spiritual in Season 3, once a month, one of the episodes will be an Ask Me Anything episode. So if you are curious how I would answer a question, have follow-up questions after listening to previous episodes, or just want to try to stump me, Send me in a question in any comment of any of the social media posts with this on the Awaken app, or especially if you're in the patron community for Physically Spiritual. These Ask Me Anything episodes are AMAs. Uh, the way that they'll run is the first question will be available to everyone in the public, and then the, the second and third question that I'll answer in the episode will just be available to members of the Physically Spiritual patron community or the Totus Tuus community. So if you want to get access to this entire episode, go over to physicallyspiritual.com and sign up. With that, let's jump in. So our first question is from Aaron from the Awaken app and Awaken Nation. Thank you, Aaron, for supporting everything we do here at Awaken. His question was, everything I read from the saints and spiritual directors emphasizes surrender to God and dependence on his strength and his direction. How does this uh, figure into or reconcile with the church's teaching against the sin of sloth or other bad habits of inaction? That's a great question. So we have these seeming contrary ideas. On the one hand, we're supposed to surrender to God and follow his will and be dependent on his strength. And yet, if we don't do enough or if we're lazy or if we're too passive, it's a sin, a sin of sloth or another sin of inaction. So how do we reconcile these two um, contra seemingly contradictory ideas? I think the answer comes in that they're actually contrary ideas, not contradictory ideas. Um, to start, I think there's two heresies we need to point out and avoid. Right, So we need to set the boundaries, so to speak, of, of where the truth lies. On the one extreme, we want to avoid um, the idea of Pelagianism. The idea of Pelagianism comes from a misunderstanding of, of human nature and sin and the fall. And it basic, basic in summary, an oversimplification is that it's an idea of salvation through works or that if we're good enough, we can accomplish and earn heaven for ourselves. Uh, we can do good separate from God's grace. On the other hand is a heresy called quietism, kind of an opposite extreme. The quietist heresy um, was basically an idea of the, 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 the way to be redeemed is absolute passivity toward God. So some things that were typical of quietism were, were a kind of prayer that was completely silent or, or nothingness was emphasized. So during your prayer time, you wouldn't say any devotionals or engage in responses at the Mass. You would just sit there and do nothing. And the idea was you were just supposed to receive whatever God wanted to do to you. Right? There's a, a kernel of truth in each of them. Right? There's a kernel of truth in Pelagianism. It's true that our goodness wasn't completely obliterated by sin. Um, but on the other hand, becoming like God and, and gaining heaven is something completely beyond the capacity of human nature. So we're 
reliant on on God's redemption, and then we're reliant on God's grace for all of our uh, the healing of our human nature beyond that. Quietism, similarly, there's a there's a kernel of truth in there that is misleading, right? We, we do need to receive what the Lord's going to do to us. We do need to spend time in silence listening to the Lord. But that's not all we're called to. Uh, there's there's two quotes, I think, that um, that help me with this. One I've heard of, I think it comes out of kind of the recovery sphere. It says, pray as if it all depends on God, but act as if it all depends on you. Pray as if it all depends on God, but act as if it all depends on you. And, and one I like even better from Frederick Douglass, uh, the famous man who escaped slavery, he said, I prayed for 20 years, but received no answer until I prayed with my legs. <laughs> right? This idea that he was just calling out, God save me, God save me, God save me. But until he got up and did something about it, um, it, it didn't work. There, There's this way that grace comes alongside our will and enables us to do the good. Um, so there's a mystery to it, right? Where does Grace stop and the will begin, or does my will stop and God's grace begin? And the the answer is, I don't know. It's not a 50-50 sort of thing. I think it's like a good marriage. That's the image I use is marriage. Because a good marriage, the husband and wife both have to be in 100%. It's not a 50-50 equation. It's 100%, 100%. And when they're both all in, then that's what makes a marriage good. Similarly with God, it's not half God and half me or 10% me and 90% God, or no percent me and 100% God. It's 100% me and 100% God, right? I have to be all in. My whole body and mind have to be completely in for what the Lord wants to do. And God's given Him whole, his whole self to me. This is especially made clear in the Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, divinity. All the Christ is in every host of the Eucharist. So God's giving his whole self back to me. So every good act, every virtuous act, um, every, every, every act after baptism, baptism comes with the grace of justification. So every good thing I do, having uh, preserved in baptismal grace, has a salvific quality to it. Right? Each act is meritorious because of God's grace active in my life along with that action. Um. So to get down to the, the just the practical implications of it, um, you know, we, we do need to surrender to what, what God wants to do in our life. And, but a lot of times that surrender isn't a passive surrender. It's a surrender to do what I think God's calling me to do. Right. So maybe you feel called to a vocation to the priesthood. Um, so that's where the surrender comes in is I probably have a design for my life. Maybe you dream of having children or being married or having a certain career that doesn't fit into a priestly life, right? So part of answering that call is letting go of all that stuff. Um, the same way with depending on God's strength. Oftentimes, I think it's letting go of our designs, letting go of our, our vision for the way we think things should work out. Um, but we're always, we're always doing, we're always acting. We're always, even prayer is an, an active activity. While the, like I said, there are some more passive moments, um, Prayer is a matter of communicating with God, of, of talking with him, of expressing emotion to him, of exploring the Lord with our mind, but then also then receiving uh, in the quiet. On the other hand, the, the sin of sloth, 
uh, sometimes called the sadia or the noonday devil, uh, is kind of a two-part sin because on the surface it isn't inaction. It's a failure of duty of the things that you should be doing, you're not doing them. right? So it's not just a matter of not acting, but it's not acting when you ought to be acting in specific on the surface. But with it also, there's kind of an emotional side to Asadia too. It's almost like uh, our modern concept of depression goes along with it. Oftentimes people struggle who with depression struggle to get motivated to do things. And, and this is um, almost like a snowball effect that happens with the sadi or the sin of sloth as you're inactive. So then you become sort of depressed and low. So then you want to not do things more and then you're more depressed and then you do less and then you're more depressed and you do less until you're not getting out of bed anymore. Right? So it's this, uh, this reciprocal um, sort of insulation to the grace of God that happens when we're passive and then also that damages our human nature. So it's making us uh, feel worse too. So this is what the the idea of the sin of sloth is. Um, So I think in day-to-day life, it's both taking that time of prayer, of having that discerning lifestyle, of trying to be attentive to what God would have you do, taking the kind of at least 20, 30 minutes a day to pray and listen and, and try to seek God's will in your life. But then throughout your life, um, doing what you discover, God telling you to do, and then uh, spending uh, in that, then trying to uh, more and more take on God's vision for your life and letting go your vision for your life. Uh, and it's an iterative process. A lot of times you're just taking the next right step and then um, sort of discovering what God wants you to do next. God doesn't give you a grand vision of everything. So if you want to support uh, everything we do here at Awaken Catholic and the show Physically Spiritual, the production of the show, go over to physicallyspiritual.com and join the patron community. Becoming a patron of the show also gives you access to the full Ask Me Anything episode. So we have two more questions to ask. If you are a patron, head over to the Awaken app and you can get access to the rest of the show. Uh, if you want to uh, get the Awaken app, you can go to theawakenapp.io or search for the Awaken app on the Google Play Store or the Apple store uh, and you can find the app to get access to a great uh, social network all the uh, content published here at awaken catholic and all of your member perks if you're part of one of the patron communities thank you so much for being a part of physically spiritual every moment of the show you've watched know that i'm grateful that you've given your time to this i'm so passionate about the message that i'm trying to share and i'm excited about the future of the show So thank you for every like, every view, every watch, every follow, every comment, every rating you give in the show. And a special thank you to all you that are already members of the Awakened Nation. So thanks again for supporting the show.